Welcome yogis. Before we dive into the Blistonic podcast, I would love to extend an invitation to work with me one-on-one. I have two options right now with a third option coming shortly. Option one is a mini mentorship session. We get to work call C one-on-one. I use oracle cards uh, to help initiate and guide the session. We do a guided visualization as well as energy work and I leave you with growth work, stuff to play around with in your life little changes that you can start to implement. These are one-off sessions, about half an hour each, and you can book those on my Shopify page. If you're looking for a little more in-depth or consistent work, I do have three spots available for my Blistonic Mentorship program. This can start anywhere between the next month or two, and it runs for 10 whole weeks. We meet in person five sessions, and we have five phone calls in between those sessions. We will be doing some really deep work in the sessions in person, moving some energy, physical practice, mental practice, and then we will go home and have all of this stuff to think about, to play around with in your life, little changes that you wanna start implementing. And I will be there with you every step of the way to support you and help hold you accountable for these changes that you wanna make in your life. If you are looking to see some major growth towards your aspirations, your goals, towards more clarity or inspiration in your life, then this is the program for you. So if this is calling out to you and you really love having homework of journal questions, if you like having that accountability, if you want that one-on-one support, then this program is for you. I have all of the information up on my Shopify page. You can also feel free to reach out to me in person. I like to value my time and also make my offerings accessible to everyone. I do offer payment plans for my programs. And then I also offer you this free podcast every week. And I am so happy to do so and just share whatever it is that I'm working on and inspire you to continue growing towards your best self. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Love you. Welcome to another episode. Let's start with a short meditation. Nothing fancy. Just sitting with ourselves. Finding breath. Find your position that you're going to do this short practice in. Sit up nice and tall. Feel length in the spine. Feel that the head is just floating on top of the neck. A little bit uh, of a sense of opening across the chest. 
hands resting, kind of soften all of the little muscles and the fingers. Relax the jaw. And notice your breath. Maybe let it become a little bit more spacious. Filling up the torso, the belly, the ribs. Let the exhales relax you further. And every time the mind tries to distract you and wander off into a thought, a vision, a scene, bring it back into an awareness of your breath in this moment. Notice if a gentle smile feels natural. Invite it at your face and see what happens. We relax the jaw, even if you're smiling. Slow breaths. Let's take one last breath together. Let it out. Welcome. Oh, I feel so grateful for this practice and for all of you that, you know, I get to share this practice with. And, you know, most of you know, as I sit to record this, I usually am just getting done teaching a class. And... I just am reminded every single class how powerful this practice is in elevating our awareness, our discernment to become more and more subtle until we become the witness, even just for a moment. We become the observer of what's happening in the mind. We become the observer of the body in a more and more subtle way. We hear its whispers, its desires, instead of reacting to to pain or reacting to certain sensations in the body. So, so grateful for, you know, this ancient tradition and also the teachers that have brought it to our modern awareness and even you know those who don't even know that you know they're practicing yoga that have uncovered a different way of understanding these concepts or a more modern way of understanding these concepts that are talked about thousands of years ago in ancient texts and the yoga sutras and the Bhagavad Gita and it is so powerful that we have this ancient science available to us today. Today I wanted to talk about disappointment and if you are experiencing disappointment in any area of your life, 
how to move through that. And these are obviously just suggestions, but it was something that, you know, I woke up this morning and just felt overwhelmed with disappointment. And the emotion was there. And getting to the base feeling, for me, (laughs) I know what it is for me, and it always gets down to not enoughness. Not enough in whatever capacity. And so as I woke up this morning, you know, and it's, it's a challenge to shift your energy simply by trying to think different thoughts. That's not really how it works. With law of attraction, it says to, you know, put a better feeling in the body, right? But if you are in disappointment, you can't think your way out of that. And so experiencing the emotion, feel the feeling, but also question it. And this is not to advocate for spiritual bypassing in any way, shape, or form. The law of attraction is not meant to be spiritual bypassing. We're not supposed to just think our way into a a better feeling emotion. When disappointment is there, we can acknowledge it's here. And then we can investigate. And it doesn't mean that that investigation is going to lead us to feeling better. Maybe it's going to make us feel worse. You know, maybe our investigation is going to lead us to something deeper. And maybe, like for me, you'll undercover the, the underlying emotion. And typically, that, that feeling or that theme is weaved into different areas of your life. And here it is showing up again, showing you something about yourself. And whether or not you can see it as a gift, it is one because it's leading you inward. And if you're not using these these gifts of, I want to say imperfections, Brene Brown, I know that's not true. <laughs> but if you're not using these gifts of, you know, emotions that are making you question things to go inward, then you're missing something. And it it is a natural progression that this feeling will go away. Maybe not right away, but it will. And so in order to utilize, you know, the law of attraction of putting better feeling emotions into your body in order to create something different, right? When we are in a certain state, when we feel a certain way, we are always creating from that feeling state. And I know I do not want to continue this feeling of disappointment, right? And yet I don't want to deny how I'm feeling and how real it is and how real it feels to me and how the pain is there and all of that. And there's very real consequences to disappointment for, you know, what has happened. And it was a real thing that happened and I feel disappointed about it. And you know, I let myself process some of those emotions. I let my story get out of control for, you know, a minute, <laughs> maybe more. And then I came here to teach yoga at the yoga room. And 
right away, dropping in, connecting to my sense of purpose, I started to feel better. So, you know, this process of working with the law of attraction is not about denying what's there. I think sometimes that is a a misconception and I know, you know, some people create their body of work around a new kind of manifestation when in reality, I think it, it truly is a part of this process to acknowledge where you are, but question it and investigate it. Is this coming from not enoughness? Is this coming from this deep wound within me? Whatever it happens to be. Knowing that takes some of the power away, right? Because the spinning mind is like a tornado and it's building energy, building energy, and then it's just wreaking havoc in all these different areas of your life. But when we start to question it, some of its energy starts to settle. So investigation is the first step. Feeling what you're feeling and then investigating into it. Maybe while you're feeling, it doesn't have to be a cold investigation. Why am I feeling this? Okay, that's very real and it is valid. It is valid. However you're feeling, it's valid. You're valid. And for me today, it happened to be teaching yoga. But what is something that makes you feel good? And I, I really believe in the power of yoga, whether it's, you know, moving your body. It could be going for a walk, a run, something super quick, 10 jumping jacks, whatever it is, getting your energy shifted. And so it could be a physical practice. And in my um, yoga class today, we kind of just kind of came out that, um, you know, brought up the koshas, these five sheaths, or these lampshades that cover our essential nature who we who we truly are and the the outermost layer is the physical body so we can you know essentially affect our 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 how we experience who we are by changing the physical body right we have the lower mind that takes in sensory input and has a response Right? If you think about the way your mind sometimes works in Shavasana when you're just laying there and it's just like a, a train of thoughts and it just kind of continues rolling and rolling. This thought comes in and then another thought comes in. You are listening to somebody talk and it comes through your mind and you understand it. That is the lower mind. Then we have the higher mind or discernment, understanding You know this I maybe need to take a variation in this pose or I'm feeling inspired to take this yogic concept into another area of my life. That's your discernment. And you have your pranamaya kosha, the energy body. And through the practice of yoga, we can affect the energy body through breath. We can become more aware of our energy experience by fine-tuning our awareness through the discerning mind. We can have an awareness of our energy body, of what it feels like when energy is stuck, what it feels like when energy is flowing into certain parts of the body. We can direct energy through uh, concentration, through our focused thought of discernment. So really, we're getting more and more subtle with the layers of experience of ourselves 
And then our innermost layer is our Ananda Maya Kosha, our bliss body. And this is the experience of joy, elation, bliss experience. And it is the closest to our true selves, but it is also a sheath. As this is, the experience of bliss can also be a distraction from who we truly are. So this kind of concept of these lampshades that cover our essential nature and our essential nature is, you know, our unique drop of divinity, our unique expression of divine energy. And when we are discovering things about ourselves that don't feel good, when we're in a sense of disappointment, and we allow ourselves to feel and investigate, we can start to then formulate how can I shift my energy? How can I shift my point of magnetism? How can I move into something better? And maybe the answer is it's not time yet. And maybe the answer is not that, but you don't know unless you try, okay? so. This is, again, not to say don't do the work, don't investigate, don't feel your feelings. Not the case. Do those things and then choose to consciously shift your energy. And there are so many tools out there to shift your energy, whether it is physical, whether it is taking away some of the sensory input that the lower mind is processing so that you can become more aware of subtle experience. Maybe it is sitting in meditation, engaging with the higher mind, for the discerning mind. Maybe you um, do a, a certain practice to shift your energy, a pranayama, right? a breathing practice. There's breathing practices that I, I guide you through in the beginning of some other episodes. Lots of pranayama practices that can shift your energy really fast. So you can start to work with these different layers in a way that can shift your point of magnetism and know that you can create something better. And the the final step in dealing with disappointment is understanding what it is that you do want, right? Disappointment is such a beautiful point of contrast and such a powerful place to be. Now you know I do not want that. Now, do you want to stay in that point of magnetism of more of what I do not want? Or do you want to use it as a point of contrast and start to develop a uh, an understanding, an investigation of, a vision of what it is you would like instead of that? And start to pour your energy into what would I like to see? Instead of that's not there, it's not there, that, not, that, that didn't happen or that happened, whatever it is that is in bringing you into a state of disappointment, start to pour your energy into the vision of the desire instead of the disappointment. So, you know, these, these episodes are truly, I say the same thing. If you're bored with this, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's the same thing in different variations, in different ways. And I know I need the reminder often. I need the reminder often and in different ways. And you hear it from you know somebody else or you hear it in a different way or from a different perspective and something else clicks. So it's not the 
uh, mental understanding of these concepts that creates waves in your life that create big change. It is the integration and truly without even having any difference in physical action, there is a huge difference in, um, you know, understanding philosophically or understanding mentally to truly feeling and understanding in your body, in your bones, you now know it. Maybe an experience has happened that has integrated that understanding into your life. So we can always hear these messages. And I hope that if you are in a place of disappointment today, that this is resonating with you, that this helps you you know, feel inspired to shift your energy, to move into a place of investigation, to start to imagine and dream up what it is you desire because of this contrast. And would you have developed that vision had you not had this contrasting experience? And so in full circle, what a gift this contrast and what a gift this disappointment is. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I am truly grateful to be able to to just authentically share in this way with all of you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bliss Tonic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Click the five-star rating or even write a review. If you do write a review, send a snapshot of your review to my email or Facebook page linked in the show notes. And I will send you a free three-card reading. Thank you so much to my technical assistant, Kyle Piper. You are amazing. You know it. He is my tech guy that helps get this podcast out to all of you every single week. So grateful for him. He has also created my website. If you need any of those things done, hit him up. His email is in the show notes as well quick announcement about my offerings that I have been kind of cultivating and started to share with you in the past week or two. I will be offering local, if you are in Eau Claire, my spiritual guidance, blistonic mentorship sessions in a mini version at Broom and Crow. This is downtown Eau Claire every Friday. And that will be 11 to 4, except this week is a little bit uh, shorter of a day. And you can check that all out on my Facebook page. So if you are looking for, you know, spiritual guidance of any kind, any area of your life, it is essentially a uh, oracle reading mixed with a spiritual guidance session in energy work and a guided visualization as well as homework. So it's essentially a whole coaching session in 15 minute or 30 minute options. If you're interested in this, you can 
sign up and call Broom and Crow to sign up for a time slot or just message me and I can get you set up with a session in person or over the phone. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Love you.